Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here with JC. Wendy, when I think about pebbles in a pond, the thoughts that we're putting forward in these shows are going to create ripples that will last for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for uh, saying that too. We're going to give you pebbles and then hopefully we'll roll them and make some into big, big, giant, solid stones that um, <laughs> yeah. you could place inside your culture and we're going to make sure they're happy and engaging and thriving stones. So what I want to talk about in uh, episode three of this five series podcast is to continue talking about the conversation of management training. And here's a big question. Can a company train anyone to be a manager? Mm. You know, are there special talents or skills required uh, to be a manager? Tick tock, tick tock. What are your <laughs> <laughs> Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, we we do have to look for some of the some of the core essence within someone. It's it's interesting when we think about behavioral assessments and trying to find the right candidates for jobs as to whether or not individuals have what it takes not only to fit within our culture but as a person themselves to actually embrace the job at hand, to, to do it the right way. They don't necessarily need to be an expert at the at the job or even the industry, but as long as they know how to uh, how to work with people, a good interpersonal skills, it's, it's all very good stuff. You know, there's a piece here, Wendy. Uh, this is from Gallup's 2015 State of the American Manager Report, and it says only 35% of American managers, the actual managers, are engaged in their jobs. And additionally, just one in 10 employees possess the desired talent combination that distinguishes excellent managers. And another two in 10 persons are capable of managing well and have some of the required talents. That's fascinating. It's fascinating and scary, you know, to be quite honest, especially the first part. And here's the thing that kicks is a kicker. You know, you said the 2015 State of the American Manager Report that <laughs> yeah. only 35 percent of managers are engaged in their jobs. And that was pre-pandemic. Yeah. And so, you know, there's probably a lot of people that said, I'm out of here. I'm not going to be a manager anymore, but I'm going to stay and take the job and take the paycheck. But I'm just going to check out a little bit. <laughs> that, that survey is old enough. For someone to have been born and now be in second grade. Unbelievable. And I, I'm with no. you on that. And it's not bad stats. But how much worse is it now? Or it's, is it better? It's got to be worse. I mean, I tell, um, you know, we'll, we'll find out from the other two reports from Gallup. Um, you guys can read through that on your own and download it. But it is very scary when we're talking about employees not being engaged. We should be looking at the managers that that manages those employees and really focus in on this this uh, statistic here. You know, more than half of the employees in that survey in the, one of the Gallup surveys, more than half of the employees who strongly agree give a five on five point scale with five being the highest. 
that their manager is open and approachable are actually engaged. So they say, yeah, my manager is open and approachable, but I'm still not engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So it's hard. It's hard to be a manager. It's hard to be a director. It's hard to be a business owner. Most, I would say, and this is unscientific, but I would say just because I deal with a lot of small businesses is most companies create a business because they're like, I have this awesome service or I have this amazing product and they put it into place and they're right. It's an awesome service and amazing, amazing product. But they're like, oh, I didn't realize I was going to have to manage employees and figure out those skills, too. Don't I just tell them do what I say, not as I do? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 not anymore. Not anymore, that's for sure. It's also an interesting conundrum that you bring up, too. If, if, If somebody is matriculating into the organization and they do possess the required skills, but they're fitting in the culture and, and getting acclimated at the same time, it's also quite plausible if you don't have a good executive core in place that they could maybe not be living up to their potential within your four walls that they could be dissuaded from moving forward with doing good things. And it might take them longer to reach the achievements because they're also dealing with culture that's been in place for a long time. Uh, Yeah, 100%. And then on top of that, if you would put somebody into a director or management role or supervisor role, and you're not actually giving them permission, for lack of a better word, to be involved in the hiring, to be involved in the feedback and the performance management, um, uh, teaching them how to coach and counsel in your culture. They may be a manager somewhere else and learned it elsewhere, possibly even another state that has different laws, but you need to make sure you're teaching everybody, this is how we do it in this organization. Um, I hired you manager, I promoted you manager for the skills that you do bring from somewhere else, but this is how we do it in our organization. In that Gallup uh, State of the American Manager report, it says that two-thirds of employees strongly agree that their manager actually helps them set work priorities and goals, and those people are engaged. So it's very, very important for the manager to know what are my employees doing on a day-to-day basis, but not just micromanaging, saying, you know, what are what do you want to do when you grow up? And I hate saying that, but what do you want to do in... <laughs> 60 days, 90 days, three years, and how can I help you get there? So not only how can I help you be an awesome superstar employee today, but how can I help you employee achieve your goals for whatever time frame it is? We kind of forget about helping the employee. <laughs> you, you, you bring something up that's actually kind of fascinating when, when you think about it. It's that dissection between Um, coming out with a firm schedule and saying, yes, you have to do this this day, this time, by this decree, period, no matter what, X, Y, Z, and or opening up the floor for discussion to make it feel. You you may still be doing the same thing, but it's putting a different spin on it to, uh, to, to try to create a realm of inclusion, to try to attempt to bring the employees' thoughts to the table and allow them the opportunity to help define what those priorities and goals are, almost like they they have more of a say in in what that future holds. It's 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 a fascinating turn on on the strict decree of old, like from the 1950s or something. No, you have to do it this way. The ice cream comes out of the machine like this. That's it, or you're fired. You know, it's right. it's an interesting spin. 
It really is. And it's, um, I, I know you'll probably know this quote. I, I, I know it's from a movie, but I don't really remember who, who said it because I'm not good at that kind of stuff. But <laughs> help me help you, right? It's oh my like, gosh. Help me help you. Okay. It's a football movie. It's a uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Maguire. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Yep. So, so um, yeah, help me help you. And that's what the manager should be saying. You know, help me help you, which means I need to sit with my employees and talk to them. What's going on? What's going well? What's not going well? What can I help you with? Where do you want to be in three months, six months, three years, five years, whatever it is? Uh, just keep in mind these days the the career path progression needs to be much, much shorter than, you know, three, five, ten years, because good luck getting anybody to stay with your company for 10 years, never mind five years. It needs to be what are we doing for the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days and a year? And how can I help you get there? Do you, now, do you still mind. buy do you still buy watches and grandfather clocks if they stay for a certain period? of time? You should give those away as seven years now, I think. I don't know. Don't wait till 30. Don't wait till 30 That's going to be a whole other conversation that we're not going into. But please don't be waiting for any for any kind of year to give away any kind of thank you. Kudos. Um, you know, thanks. Thanks for sticking it, sticking it in with us and making sure that we all did an awesome job. You have to be given those kudos and those thank yous, which, by the way, Thank you. Fits every budget completely free. It just needs to be sincere and specific. And it does need to be, um, you know, relate to what the what the person is doing and hopefully what they did above and beyond. Even in your mind, manager, when you say, well, everything is above and beyond. That's what everybody's job is. Well, if we expect everybody to always go above and beyond, then you better be paying above and beyond as Ooh, well. Good point. Interesting <laughs> point. But it's interesting how things have, you know, 100% shifted. Uh, they were shifting before the pandemic. I think the pandemic has just uh, really woken people up, meaning organizations as well and as employees. Organizations need people. Employees have options. And so the pandemic kind of gave a lot of excuses on all sides to say, okay, we're going to make some changes here. Yeah. So I want to stop right there uh, and we'll come back in a moment with, Episode four of five, we're going to talk about, you know, exactly how does a company train managers and on what. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.